welcome to the Put Cancer Behind You podcast, a series dedicated to helping cancer patients and survivors lead healthy, happy, cancer-free lives. I'm your host, Maria Barnes. In today's episode, it'll be me sharing a bit more, and this time, I'd like to talk about frequency, what it is, and why it's important for you to understand it in order to get well and stay well. I'll also give you 10 tips for raising your frequency and staying high vibe. I want to begin by telling you that when I had cancer the second time, I started to hear people talking about frequency. I wondered what it was and why it was so important, but I didn't give it much thought until my oncologist told me that I was in remission from terminal cancer. It took a while for me to look into it, but at some point, it actually dawned on me that frequency was somehow connected to my getting well. And since I was extremely motivated to stay well, which is to say cancer-free, I knew I had to find out what it is and, more importantly, how to use it. I ended up doing so much research that I wrote a second book about putting cancer behind you, and I titled it, Your Healthy Future, Living Above the Frequency of Disease. This second book is really the first book without the Course in Miracles focus. What it does do is look at everything from an energy perspective. It's about how I got well from a bit more of a scientific or physics standpoint, because energy frequency is behind everything. You could say that energy is life, and your understanding of how it connects everything is what can put you in the driver's seat when it comes to creating good health. When you understand frequency, you become a lot more aware of how important everything you think, say, and do really is. So here's the gist of it. The energetic frequencies that you project instant by instant are what determine everything about your life. That concept is important to master because if you don't, you'll continue creating and miscreating your life unconsciously, yes, unconsciously, rather than consciously creating your life. So if you want to get a handle on conscious creation in order to determine your health, if you're ready to lean into living a cancer-free life going forward, regardless of anything that happens in the world around you or what's already occurred to you health-wise, you must understand energy frequency. So here's the primer on energy. Thanks to Einstein's equation, E equals MC squared, which equates energy with matter, scientists understand that everything in existence is energetic. Energy is made up of subatomic particles and waves, which is to say light and sound, and these are constantly in motion at certain speeds. Another way to put it is that all energy is vibrating at a specific frequency. Whatever moves quickly is of high frequency and whatever vibrates slowly is low frrequency. As inventor and physicist Nikola Tesla said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Energy is not a thing. It's an attribute of everything, which includes solid matter like our bodies and non-matter like our thoughts and emotions. The only form of energy that can be seen with our eyes is actually white light. But all energy can be observed and measured indirectly, through its effects on whatever acquires, loses, or possesses it. When it comes to the human body, every part of you is energetic, from your atoms, molecules, and cells on up to your entire body. Everything you think and feel is as well. When the energetic frequencies coming off your body are superimposed 
on the energetic frequencies of your thoughts and emotions, instant by instant, they create your energetic field or energy vortex. This is important because what you put out from your field is what comes back, which is, of course, the universal law of attraction. So the frequency you hold instant by instant is what is being projected out into the universe. Really, it's the multiverse, but of course, that's a discussion for another time. And that's what will come back to you, and it's always a frequency match. From a health standpoint, frequency is what determines whether you get a cold or some other virus or not. It's all out there, all those potential diseases, but if they're not a match to you from a frequency standpoint, they cannot, and I want to stress that, they cannot materialize for you. That holds true for things you want, like good health and abundance, as well as for things you don't want, like every single disease under the sun. The bottom line here is that you're constantly attracting things that match your frequency. So if you want good health, you need to project a frequency that matches a healthy immune system. To do that, it's helpful to know what that range is. Well, as it turns out, it's been measured, and it's 62 to 90 hertz. If you're vibrating at that frequency, no matter what, you will not get sick, and you won't be able to get sick, period. But if you dip below it, of course, you're open to getting sick. The truth is that the body, if left by itself, is always vibrating at the frequency range of a healthy immune system, or 62 to 90 hertz. Colds and flu vibrate between 57 and 60 hertz. And really, all disease vibrates lower than 58 hertz. So when you understand that, you know it's not a long drop down from good health to not so good health from a frequency standpoint. And with all of the bad food, bad air, bad water, and daily stresses of today's world, it's quite possible for an electromagnetic imbalance or energy block to occur in your body and take you down to a vibrational frequency that matches the frequency of disease. People have asked me, hey, how can I find out what frequency I vibrate at? And the truth is, there are a couple machines out there that will measure it. The one that I've used is called a BioWell machine. Now, if you're not able to connect with somebody who owns one, and even if you are, you still need to try to maintain a healthy immune system so that you can maintain good health. So what I want to do in this podcast is give you a few tips on how to do that, how to maintain a high frequency. Number one, eat organic fruits and vegetables. Now, this is difficult to do if you're constantly eating at restaurants, but it's pretty easy to do if you eat most of your meals at home or pack food for when you're on the go or at work. I only buy organic produce these days, and since I started doing that, my hair's gotten a lot thicker. I decided to go organic because in doing the research on the benefits of eating organic produce, I found that studies have shown that organic foods contain up to 69% more antioxidants than non-organic foods. And that's significant because it's antioxidants that help prevent many diseases, including cancer. Another thing to remember about organic food is that truly organic food is not allowed to be genetically modified. So when you're shopping, take the time to read the packaging and the label to make sure that what you want to buy is both organic and non-GMO. This is especially important for anything with corn, wheat, oats, and barley in particular because of all the glyphosate that gets sprayed on them. Even though it's a known carcinogen, it's still used by farmers on many of their crops. So. That leads me to number two, buy locally sourced fruits and vegetables. 
Why? Because they usually have a much faster farm-to-table turnaround time. That, in and of itself, makes the food healthier, because the vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants in produce deteriorate pretty quickly. A University of California study a few years back showed that vegetables can lose 15 to 55% of their vitamin C within a week, and some spinach can lose 90% within the first 24 hours after harvest. What this means is that the frequency of these foods is significantly lower than it would be if you were to eat it right after the harvest, clearly. Across the board, just so you know, the frequency of fresh fruits and vegetables has been measured at between 20 and 27 hertz, while canned fruits and vegetables come in at zero hertz. Yes, a big zero. My advice? Connect with a local farmer, a local co-op, or another community-supported agriculture group, and buy local. Number three, buy meat that comes from a farm that uses organic feed and no antibiotics. That translates into meat from animals that have been grass-fed, free-range animals that enjoyed a life out in nature and not some feedlot in Texas. And believe it or not, that's pretty important because the frequency of the animals from feedlots is a lot lower than the frequency of an animal that had a happy life. Most people aren't aware of this, but the energy frequency of the animal is still in its flesh, and when it dies, it stays with it. So whatever frequency that animal had when it took its last breath is transferred to your plate. Keep that one in mind. When it comes to fish, buy fresh cat rather than farm-raised whenever possible, and for exactly the same reasons. Number four. Cut back on caffeinated drinks, coffee, soft drinks, alcohol, sweetened beverages, and pasteurized milk. Boost your consumption of filtered water, fresh-pressed organic vegetable drinks, and fruit juices that have no sugar added. I've really cut back on caffeine, although I'm not off of it entirely, but I'm down to one cup of coffee a day. After my morning cappuccino, I drink green tea, or I drink an organic, non-caffeinated dandelion beverage that's a lot like coffee because it has chicory in it. I also try to drink a lot of filtered water. When it comes to alcoholic beverages, I reserve having a glass of wine for holiday celebrations or another special occasion rather than sticking to my old habit of having a glass of wine with dinner every night. I do this primarily because of the sugar content in the wine, and that brings me to number five, which is to avoid sugar. Specifically, you should avoid processed sugar. If you do want to sweeten your food and beverages, use honey or organic maple syrup. In moderation, that's key. And whenever you shop, be sure to read the labels. What should you be looking for? High fructose corn syrup. It's metabolized differently than regular fructose from fruit, and is a leading contributor to increased liver fat. What I found in my research, and this comes directly from the National Institutes of Health, is that, quote, fatty liver disease can lead to liver inflammation and liver damage, resulting in a more aggressive disease called non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, or NASH. Now, NASH can progress to cirrhosis of the liver, as well as liver cancer and liver failure. So, with all of that in mind, cut out high-fructose corn syrup. There is nothing else to be said about that one. Number six, address the thoughts and beliefs in your mind. 
As important as it is to nourish your body with great food and drink, it's even more important to manage your mind. What I mean by that is to stop letting negative chatter and beliefs run the show. They're low frequency and because of that, a real health hazard. Why do I say that? Well, according to the National Science Foundation, an average person has between 12,000 and 60,000 thoughts a day. These get processed in our subconscious mind because it's just way too much information for the conscious mind to handle. And that's where they stay, all of these thoughts running around in your subconscious mind. What's interesting about all of it is that other tests have found that of all of the thousands of thoughts that go into our subconscious mind and get used to help us navigate our life, 80% of them are negative and 95% are repetitive. That's pretty stunning. Of course, with such a high percentage of thoughts running rampant in our subconscious that are negatively repetitive, it becomes clear why a disease like cancer can take hold. Every one of these thoughts impacts our frequency. Now, cancer has been measured at 45 hertz. And by the way, death begins at 25 hertz. So you can see how low and slow we go from a frequency standpoint in order to develop and maintain a state of disease. To manage your mind, you have to become aware of your negative thoughts and beliefs and then turn them around. That takes focus. You could even say extreme focus. And most important of all, you need to be present focused with a positive outlook. It's only in using each present moment to assess a thought that we can either continue its frequency or switch to a different frequency. So how do you know a thought is worth keeping and building on? Well, you'll feel good about it. We all have an emotional guidance system that's impeccable. It's what most people call the intuition that you feel in the pit of your stomach. If you're on track, you feel good. If you're off track and spiraling downwards, you're unhappy, uneasy, angry, fearful, tense, pretty much some form of any emotion that's not attached to love and joy. And that's when you have to really pay attention. You need to take stock of what's going through your mind and how you're feeling deep inside. Here's the interesting thing. If you're off, it's never because of what's going on outside of you. I know we all like to blame the other person for what they're doing to cause us to feel bad, when really what's making you feel bad is your judgment about them and the situation. That's right. The bad feeling you're experiencing is your emotional guidance system telling you that you're off track and to stop the judgment so that you can change and reframe it into something positive. Number seven, to do that is what I call doing the work. To raise your frequency and attract something different, you first have to go into radical acceptance of whatever has spun you up. It serves no purpose to keep judging something that has materialized, even if it's something you know is a negative. The only way to change anything is to go higher in frequency. The frequency that created the problem will not solve it. It will only extend it into your future. To solve it, you have to go higher. And to do that, you need to go inside, inside of your mind, and get quiet. Thank everyone and everything involved for showing you what you want to change. And once you've accepted it completely, which is radical acceptance, and you're in a state of peace, that's when you can begin to focus on what you do want in order to create something more positive and higher vibe, clearly something healthier for you. 
This is when you can start to examine the feelings involved in the situation that you don't want more of. Feel into them. What thought or thoughts went through your mind as you felt that way? And ask yourself why that's a problem. When the answer pops up in your mind, write it down. Then ask yourself again, why is that a problem? And write down that answer. Whatever comes up for you, keep doing this until you arrive at the root of all of it. You'll know it because you'll be telling yourself something low frequency and unloving, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not able to succeed at this. I'm a failure. I'm weak. I don't love myself, etc., etc. Then, read each root belief out loud and say to yourself, I acknowledge this negative and untrue thought. I deserve better, so I'm going to love it away. And then do just that. See it floating away into nothingness as you tell yourself, I am love, I am worthy, I am deserving, and keep refuting each negative root belief on your list. This reaffirms your connection to love and makes radical acceptance of whatever was bothering you completely possible. You're not in resistance anymore because you know you have the power to change it. From radical acceptance and the inner peace that comes with letting it all go, move into forgiveness. That's number eight. I'm talking about quantum forgiveness here, not the forgiveness we grew up with. Quantum forgiveness sees everything as nothing because all of this reality is actually an illusion that's being projected from your mind. Perception is projection, according to Carl Jung, and he was correct. It's always your own movie being projected out onto the screen of your life. You're the writer and director of it all. To change the movie and give it a different ending, you acknowledge your power to change the script or the belief that put it front and center on your screen. So radical acceptance gets you to zero point where nothing moves. From a frequency standpoint, it's a clean slate that clears the way for you to practice quantum forgiveness of whatever or whoever you thought was upsetting you, which allows you to move up in frequency. The quantum forgiveness prayer I say is one I learned from Gary Renard. I believe it was given to him by the Ascended Master, Persa, who appears in his book, The Disappearance of the Universe. I use it, and so it's in my book, Put Cancer Behind You, because it's really worth repeating. So here it is again, just so you know. Thinking of the person you want to forgive, see them standing directly in front of you and say to them, you're not really there. If I think you're guilty or the cause of the problem, and I made you up, then the imagined guilt and fear must be in me. Since the separation from God never really occurred, I forgive both of us for what we haven't really done. Now there's only innocence, and I join with the Holy Spirit in peace. You are love, pure and innocent. All is forgiven and released. You are love, pure and innocent. All is forgiven and released. You are love, pure and innocent. All is forgiven and released. And that is quantum forgiveness. Number nine, meditate. Once you've gone through your forgiveness, go sit down somewhere private and meditate. Envision what you do want more of from an emotional standpoint and get so excited about it that you get goosebumps. Keep ramping this up for nine minutes and then drop it. The final step of dropping it involves doing something positive that reinforces the emotion you do want to feel in the pit of your stomach, like happiness. So if you want a happier life, go do something that makes you feel happy. Doing it is what brings the frequency you want back to you. It seals the deal by bringing it into your energy field 
so that you can then manifest it. This is how to create consciously, instead of all the unconscious miscreation that brought you what you don't want, like cancer. If you practice doing this, you will become a master. Not overnight, of course. It takes time. But every step you make in that direction is going to uplift your frequency and put you at a resonance above the frequency of disease. You'll never have cancer again if you practice letting go of everything and envisioning love for yourself and everyone else. And it's never too late to turn it around if you, at a soul level, are committed to bringing about that experience. Number 10, get outside and ground. Since our bodies are electrical and carry a charge, it's really healthy to go outside and ground. You need to wear shoes that are not rubber-soled in order to do it, or just go barefoot. But take a 10-minute walk out in nature or sit down on the earth and allow the electrical charge of your body to be released into the ground. This is very effective at helping to remove the energy blocks that take down your frequency. So there you have it. Raising your frequency requires you taking care of your body and addressing the low-vibe thoughts and beliefs that are stored in your subconscious mind. You can do that because you are the captain of your ship. You came here to create a life you love, and if you're tired of living a low-frequency life and want to make your way up the frequency ladder to continuous good health, you absolutely can do that. But you have to focus, forgive, and feel into it with all the passion possible. Make the most of today by starting today. Then keep at it. Life is what you make of it, moment by moment. If you want great health, be the magnificent creator you came to be and create it. That's it for today. Remember, no one is coming to save you, and no one else can make your life better or healthier except you. It's up to you. So step into your power and don't look back. Put cancer behind you. You've got this. Here's wishing you a really high vibe, healthy, happy day. Thank you for listening to Put Cancer Behind You with Maria Barnes. So you won't miss a single episode. We hope you'll follow our program on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite pod platforms. And be sure to visit us at mariabarnes.net, on Facebook at Put Cancer Behind You, on Twitter at PCBY01, or on Instagram at Maria Barnes PCBY. Also, you can help us grow our audience by leaving a thoughtful review. Remember, if you or someone you know is in need of cancer coaching, Maria is here to help. We'll see you next time. Copyright 2022, Maria Barnes, LLC, all rights reserved.